As we take leave of the holy days of Rosh Hashanah and prepare for the rest of the Sarasim Tshuva and Yom Kippur, I'd like to share with you a takeaway message from this Yontif. So how many Tkiyas did we hear in Rosh Hashanah? And the answer is 100. What is the source for 100 Tkiyas? Chazal found the most unlikely source. The Gemara Masechtas Rosh Hashanah based it on an anonymous woman, Aim Sisra. The Meikailas were established on the hundred cries of the mother of Sisra. The Pasuk and Sefer Shoftim relates that Sisra's mother looked out of her window, anxiously awaiting for her son to return from battle. She waits and waits and she begins to lose hope. She fears the worst. After a while, reality sets in and she realizes that her son is never coming home and she begins to cry. The Gemara says, Geniche Ganach Yalala Yalel. Sisra's mother emitted 100 sobs and whimpers grieving for her son. And that's why on Rosh Hashanah we blow 100 kiyas. And the question is, why from all people do Chazal choose Sisra's mother to learn from? Would we ever learn something from the mother of Yasser Arafat Yimachshemai? Sisra was a sworn enemy of the Jewish people. On Rosh Hashanah, during the Tkiyash Koifer, one of the highlights of the Jewish calendar, when we try to awaken Rachmi Shemayim, we invoke the name of a wicked person, a man whose loss is really nothing to mourn about? So in the Aras of Rebbe Yash of Amasechtis Rosh Hashanah, he says something very powerful. Sisra was a strong man, a warlord. He was an experienced warrior. He had a formidable army behind him. He was viewed as invincible. He was the favorite to win this war. And despite all the odds being in his favor, he was still killed in battle. Says Rabbi Yashif, a person could go into a Sarasimate Shuva and Yom Kippur thinking, I have nothing to fear. I'm healthy. I have a great business. My kids are accepted in any yeshiva, in any seminary I want. People adore me. People want to be Meshadach with me. I'm invincible. So why do I have to daven? But a person has to realize that everything can change in an instant. As we've seen just in the last few weeks, nobody and nothing is assured. Everything that transpired in the last 12 months was decreed last year during Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Just because a person was in good health or was extremely wealthy last year doesn't mean it will continue this year. It's not always status quo. If your business is failing or if you're struggling with a child or having difficulties with Shaduchim, it can all turn around this year. It all depends on these 10 days. So we need constant prayers because we never know what this upcoming year will bring. The Sabbat Rosh Hashiva of Isaac Sher offers another incredible idea. He says, you know why we invoke the story of Sisra and Rosh Hashanah? It's to demonstrate to us the tremendous power of a heartfelt feeler, the tremendous impact of one sincere prayer, one tear of a mother, the tefillah of a parent for a child. The mother of Sisera prayed a heart-wrenching, genuine tefillah. And the message of the shoifer is that Hashem listens to every true, authentic tefillah. And it doesn't even have to be a tefillah, even a wail, even an erlicha krechts. And especially now during the Sarasim Tshuva. As the Pasik says, Dirshu Hashem seek out Hashem when He's accessible, Karihu Call out to Him when He's close. And Chazal say, when is Hashem close to us? During the 10 days of the Sarasimei Tshuva. 
That's why we cite this episode of Rosh Hashanah to give us some perspective of how important, how valuable these 10 days are, how potent and how much of an impact our tefillos have during these auspicious days. And if Hashem listens to the mother of Sisera, a Rosh a person that was out to destroy the Jewish people, any Yid, no matter how lowly, any Jew is exponentially better than the most refined guy. One minute of tefillah in the Sarasimei Tshuva is more potent, more effective than hours and hours of davening during the year. There is an apocryphal story told about this very wealthy businessman. He only came to shul once a year. Every Yom Kippur, he would show up to shul right before Ni'ilah. He would always buy the psiche before Ni'ilah. And right before the Baal would start Ni'ilah, he would open up the Aran Kardash and say a few words and leave. And this went on year after year. One time they asked him, Moshe, what are you saying there in front of the Aron Kodesh? And he said, I tell God, I have a very good business. Please don't ruin it. You run the world. Let me run my business. I've been doing a great job for a long time. Stay out of it. Don't mess with my business. But as we know, nothing is assured. Things can change in an instant. So we have to keep on davening every single day. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.